Thank you for joining this podcast. I'm excited to discuss this topic of transformation in the valuation industry. Today's podcast features one of Radian's distinguished experts in this space, Martin Froelich, our chief appraiser. Welcome, Martin, and thank you for being with us. Thank you, Rachel. I'm excited as well. We definitely have some interesting topics to cover over the next 10 minutes or so. We definitely do. So there's an abundance of changes taking place in the industry, as you know, but I think a good place to start the conversation is around appraisers because they're really the backbone of the valuation industry. What are you seeing today as current trends with appraisers? We are seeing fewer appraisers entering the field. That's a fact. Uh, Approximately 65% of the appraiser pool is over the age of 50 with about 10% under the age of 35. As you can see the concern, over the next 10 years, we're gonna start to see a large segment of the appraiser population begin retiring, uh, therefore losing um, and further diminishing the pool of experience for the industry. Well, that is a legitimate concern. What's happening in the industry that's having this adverse effect on the appraiser population? Yes, uh, one of the changes that we've seen over time is the introduction of appraisal waivers. Uh, Initially, they were designed to expedite the lending process by setting out a set of standards of who needed evaluation versus uh, who didn't. Um, And this is a direct result as having too few appraisers in service areas, especially in the rural parts of the country, uh, South Dakota, uh, Nebraska, North Dakota, you know, et cetera. Um, Also, the de minimis threshold change uh, that happened uh, late last year as a requirement of an appraisal went from a transaction level of 250,000 uh, was increased to 400,000. Uh, previously, 56% of all real estate transactions fell below the de minimis. Uh, this is now at approximately at 72%. So this means the amount of purchase transactions requiring an appraisal has dropped significantly. Wow, 72%, that's significant. And I, I can see how that increase impacts the appraisers and their availability for sure. What other industry changes are occurring in the valuation space that are also significant? We've actually had a lot of changes over the last year, and uh, one of the more significant is uh, the GSCs having provided industry guidance with regards to interior inspections uh, throughout the the COVID pandemic, um, allowing substitutes for products uh, for the GSCs and the products uh, that we have in place. Uh, There's also been a higher utilization of alternative valuations or hybrid appraisals. Um, hybrids such as our products, the AVEs, the ARBPOs, or the valuation risk reviews and restricted appraisal reports are gaining traction among lenders as we're seeing significant growth over the years. Uh, for example, uh, with these products, we see good fit within a company's waterfall or into valuation strategies. Uh, the idea is to start with the least expensive, of course, and most automated tool to be able to get some kind of result. Um, and then. Uh, We also get uh, help in generated MLS and historical data. Uh, Home price indices can also be utilized for this uh, too, to show trending data to help make business decisions. Um, And then uh, the use for repair analysis uh, using AVEs because they show good detail on properties in pre and post repair condition. So clients can make better decisions about what to make in an area. Um, And then also we're seeing generating values for HELOCs that are still signed by an appraiser. So you get the confidence and value, but at a much lower cost. It's a good option for borrowers who aren't comfortable paying uh, for a full appraisal of a fee of four or $500. 
Uh, they also provide as is and after repair values for fix and flips. Uh, these values are important so that you know whether or not an investment will be a good one. Uh, BPOs, broker price opinions, typically provide as is values, but investors especially want the after repair to understand what the neighborhood house, uh, what the houses are selling for. Um, lastly, also generating quick checks for indicating bids for uh, loan buying in the secondary markets. Uh, buyers of non-performing loans and uh, re-performing loans, NPLs and RPLs, uh, will include 2,000 plus loans, for example, in a pool and want to know quickly what the value is to help them prepare bids. There's a lot that goes into these. Thank you for all of those examples. What I find interesting is that they're not really new to our industry, but it's how you describe them being used is, is what's evolving. That's right. And I can go on about these products and how they add value. Uh, but uh, we just don't have the time for that now. And Radiant offers these products and we're happy to discuss them with anyone who'd like to learn more. Uh, just visit Radiant.com and get in touch with us. Thank you for that information. That's helpful. Okay, so let's move on. We actually did a podcast a few months ago on digital disruption. And it's a very hot topic and it's eye-opening to see how far we've come as an industry. Can you discuss which aspects of the business have been automated and some of the technology driving the next generation of the valuation space? Oh, you bet. Uh, the use of uh, AI and machine learning is one of those. Uh, the mathematics behind most of these skills have been around for a long time, but we're seeing entirely new value paradigms in their uses. Uh, things like natural language processing or parsing or interpreting information captured from sources such as MLS listings or public record data or servicer notes or other agent journals um, and the ability to use a technology for recommendation systems to predict things um, are all ways we're really seeing AI being utilized today. Uh, other methods that we're seeing are vision analytics. Um, we have to be very thoughtful about when we're building some of these models and potential replacements to the manual uh, valuation process. Uh, these processes must be able to discern information, not just from text and numeric data, but also from images and video in particular. Also, we're getting a lot of lift in their real estate analytics as they're allowing us to use new tools in the fight to understand a valuation of a property as it relates to the surrounding markets. Um, and then new index techniques are leveraging more data and new valuation technologies as they apply to the science to the entire housing stock as opposed to just sample methods or these uh, repeat sales methods that are really quite limited. So these tools allow users to go more granular in their historical uh, review, as well as provide a better starting point for forecasts of future behaviors. Pretty impressive. These are very cool advancements in our space. They sure are. Another one is our home price indices. Uh, everyone knows uh, what HPI is, but the Radian HPI far exceeds the others. Uh, with over 70 million observations, um, monthly real-time updates, and the ability to analyze property characteristics and more, uh, our HPI utilizes data that goes back 20 years in some markets and as a market intelligence tool that enables us to understand markets as at a much larger picture. Um, our HPI is the most granular, dynamic, and customizable option in the marketplace today. Um, our tool can help customers know more about their real estate in their neighborhoods more than any other HPI product in the market. It'll be exciting to see where all of this takes us, and it's great to hear how we're leading the pack there. Oh yeah, but before we get off topic, <laughs> we're still seeing uh, things like easier forms 
inspections being set with mobile apps, improved with better data and analytics, increased QC for appraisal businesses, and as a result, the appraisal users, and AVMs are growing in accuracy and is a reasonable valuation source. Yes, and speaking of mobile apps, Radian just released its very own My Radian appraisal app. So it's exciting to see that we are contributing to that technology transformation. Yes, Radian is definitely doing great things in this space. So you mentioned AVMs a moment ago. I, I think this is a good topic to round out our discussion about what's happening in the valuation space because AVMs are a big topic there. Can you talk about the science behind AVMs? I can, uh, and there is a lot of science that goes behind the AVMs. And uh, what we can discuss, you know, as far as the, the scope here, is their adoption. A big part of that is Fitch, announcing the acceptance of uh, automated valuation models from approved vendors to be used as secondary valuation for due diligence. Um, this takes place only uh, when an appraisal is already available by taking the confidence scores from the AVM and mapping this to a benchmark. Other AVMs use, uh, uses have been expanded to include primary valuations for second liens or for seasoned performing loans. Um, first, AVMs have proven value. You know, challenges exist, such as the decisions by the GSEs to leverage these models. Uh, they're only using their own internal models in determining their willingness to offer an appraisal waiver. On the contrary, Fitch wisely evaluated a number of AVM providers, and they approved five of them. Uh, but they did it based on a rigorous review for individual use cases, and fortunately, uh, Radiant and Affiliates was selected as one of those five. Um, next, uh, AVMs uh, provide a good confidence score. One of the reasons that AVMs are growing in acceptance is because the mathematically or statistically based in science having the advantage of being able to be uh, back tested or regularly tested to ensure the stability and the consistency is there along with the accuracy. Uh, and then lastly, AVMs are data-driven. So the ability of AVMs to harness substantial data, ingestion to curate both structured or unstructured data, and to do so in near real time has been a game changer, um, especially in the development of uh, AVMs to provide more complete results or more complete knowledge of what transactions are occurring and when. Well, these are unique times that we're in, and I, I think we're going to see opportunities to leverage a lot of these technologies in ways that we hadn't before in the valuation space. Oh, I agree. But I suspect there will be challenges. Uh, for example, finding ways to access and collect the data is a growing challenge. As we broadcast this, uh, many of you are in a shelter in place location. So gaining access to the interior of homes is either unlikely or unhealthy at this point. So, uh, you know, there are two types of people that could actually collect the data and for the valuations. Um, there are the professionals uh, who are trained on what drives value and how to interpret it and the consumers. Um, we'd like to believe we're experts, but we're not. So for professionals, many state appraisal management companies have offered things like apps to help with scheduling, communication and some of the necessary capture elements like pictures and document uploads. Uh, innovation can further augment things like the QC or cast around the capture of images. So in combining computer and skills, we can do things like automatic condition checks on the photos that are being uploaded to ensure that they are being mapped properly to the right condition. 
Uh, we can also suggest appropriate comparables based on the images that are uploaded, not only just where it is, but the condition of the property. So on the consumer side, um, this really expands the, uh, the risk to include validation concerns. We can allow consumers to upload pictures, but how do we confirm the validity and the accuracy? Uh, this is where the industry could be exposed to some new and unique challenges. Um, you know, of course, there is the use of GPS metadata, uh, which could tell us uh, a lot about the picture of, you know, when it was taken uh, and the location, uh, the right date, the right time. But it wouldn't know if someone took a picture in front of another picture. AI and machine learning, especially with those that have data repositories, could be applied to validate based on past images, satellite imagery and other data sources. To me, it sounds like there's a lot of transformation happening and this is an exciting time for the industry. And for me as well. I believe that by investing in these advancements, uh, we will create great benefits across the entire mortgage and real estate marketplace, uh, really allowing us to maintain continuity in time of crisis. Well, Martin, you've given us a lot to think about and insights on how valuations have evolved. As you mentioned earlier, Radian does have a lot of helpful information on our valuation services. Anyone listening can visit radian.com forward slash contact dash us. And as always, thank you for your insights, Martin, and thank you for taking the time to join us. Thank you, Rachel. It was my pleasure.